Power 98.7 Podcast. You're listening to Apelele Somi on Power 98.7. Now, we're talking. We are indeed. You know, uh, when I saw Gerald uh, earlier on, <laughs> and I was saying hello to him, it was super early, uh, like he usually is. And and the questions he's asking me today, I was saying, hey, slow down, slow down, brother. Uh, why are you for me today? Yeah? He was asking me, what's my plan? Am I going to get married in the next three years? Am I planning on having children? I was like, what's going on, Gerald? What's going on? Why, no, why, why today I had are you to attacking do, me like this? I had to do what I have to do. Good afternoon to all the Power FM <laughs> listeners. I am a financial planning professional. And I know this. You can't sit with me every Tuesday and I not have a discussion with you about your money. Because at the end of the day, that was if not you even fail about financially and I have an association with you, I have failed you. That was not even money questions. That was, what's your plan? Are you getting married in the next three years? Are you having questions. children? I'm saying, you're, you, you're sounding like you know those relatives when, when you have family gatherings and they ask you, No, definitely. <laughs> those are what we call exploratory questions. Now, one of the things which we touch in the book, which I launched a month ago, is around knowing what a financial planner does. Because it's important that our listeners know. Um, there's people out there who call themselves financial advisors and salespeople and, and, or brokers. And all they're doing is that they are trained on a product and they'll speak like a parrot and teach you about that product and they'll sell it to you. Um, what we've been trying to do on Power FM Tuesday Financial Planning Tuesdays is that we need to get people into the financial planning mindset. And this Mm -hmm. is to get what we would call a financial doctor who's a certified financial planning professional who knows well beyond products, someone who you're going to walk on your journey and hopefully move from being someone who's young and starting out to someone who's aging and getting very wealthy. And that's today's topic, really. Today it's about... If you don't visit your financial doctor early enough, you may end up visiting your medical doctor. Yeah, so so Gerald insisted that today we talk about how your financial situation can impact your health. I actually was thinking about that myself. And, and when I know that I'm in financial trouble, I usually get cramps in my stomach. <laughs> So so if my financial situation is dire over a long period of time, I do know that it would start to affect my health. So so let's talk about that being a very, very important factor, that if we get that aspect of things going like a well-oiled machine, then it will trickle into other things. Yes, often people who have goals to improve weight or their health, etc., must really just start by being in control of their money. Yeah. Because control of your finances liberates you because... We do not live in silos. Our body takes all the pressures of our lives. Mm -hmm. And one of the greatest pressures in life, aside from relationships, is finances. And if you manage to take control of your finances, even your relationships improve. And there is that link between your financial control Mm -hmm. and your and your health and we're not talking about those people who have that perfect friend who seems to have the perfect life perfect apartment perfect car ends up getting the perfect wedding because some of that is all on credit we're talking about someone who gets that perfect life and that balance right by simply being in control and being in financial control doesn't mean being rich let's Mm. not distort the facts being in financial control is living within your means and 
being able to do the things which you desire. If you want to have this for lunch, you go and you buy it and you're not stressed about it. And I think that's one of the objectives which we're trying to reach here in that let's get everybody in control of their finances, Mm -hmm. living within their means with set goals in the long term, which will allow them to improve their standard of living. Yeah. And and when it comes to, I mean, you just alluded a little bit to the pressures that we all succumb to, you know, uh, city life and maybe there's a friend who's doing far better than you are financially and, and you feel the pressure to sort of uh, catch up. And, and as a result of that, you end up making very poor financial decisions. So, so at the heart of it, really just being honest about where you are financially uh, and, and also realizing that it's your race. You know, you're not competing with anybody uh, but yourself. Essentially, that is the truth. Because yeah. if you're living a life where you're running the rat race, mm. essentially you're competing against people and you're always going to be stressed if you're not in front of the race. And yeah. you open yourself to what we call stress-related illnesses, mm-hmm. which can be brought on by you having poor financial planning. And these chronic stress symptoms um, include things like obesity. For example, yeah. you, you go out and you comfort eat or as we discussed in, a, in an earlier episode, you go out and you shop and you end yeah. up in debt. So that's part of your financial behavior impacting on your health. Mm-hmm. Some of the people suffer from migraines. Mm. Some people have blood pressure issues, depression, anxiety, ulcers, and heart disease. You know those people who, when payday is coming, Mm. they are suddenly very stressed, very depressed, because they know that in those three days, the crocodiles visit their account, they eat what they want, and they go and they leave you to suffer the rest of the month. And Mm. to me, those are symptoms which are related to you not being in control of your money. Now, often we work backwards where we try and fix the situation after it's happened. But let's start getting into the habit of being in control of our finances. Let's look at example, people who are who have attained financial freedom and are in control. Yeah. They're healthier. They're running the comrades on Sunday. They have no problems, you know, <laughs> because to buy those sneakers for those comrades, it costs money. Yeah. They play sport. Yeah. They, they, you know, they're they not obese. They mm. look good in pictures. Yeah. You know, they don't have acne, etc. Because often when you're in financial control, you look it and you tend to start also improving your relationship side of life yeah. in that you attract the right partner yeah. as well. And I see it all the time because I help people with money. I see someone who comes in, they look ah. Not so good. Yeah. But after we've done a few <laughs> sessions, a few months, they've got their finances back in control. They're vibrant. Mm. They're, they, they, they look brighter. And I want people out there today to have that conversation to say, are you looking as bright as you can because you're in financial control? Yeah. Or are you simply masking these symptoms by running away? And I mm. think there is that definite relationship between your financial lifestyle or financial planning and your health. Because also look at people who are earning um, low incomes. For supper at night, unfortunately, the reality is they can't have the nice veg, five veggies a day and fruits. Mm, mm, you know, they mm. have to go home and have ikota or ibanicha for supper. Choices. And it's unhealthy food yeah, choices yeah. related to financial choices as well. So how are your financial choices impacting on your health? I'm seeing uh, Mo's communication to me as well, saying live within your financial... He's talking about himself, by the way. <laughs> and he's saying he's got high blood for days because of the stress uh, of, of just uh, overindulging, I suppose, when it comes to uh, the things that he, he consumes. Uh, do you think a lot of, of the health issues that many people suffer 
um, is, is really due to a sense of hopelessness when it comes to drowning in debt and, and over-indebtedness and thinking about all of the financial commitments that you have. And, and a lot of that maybe you're feeling as though, ish, it's too far gone. I think that is a fact, apparently, because 80% of the time you spend is earning money. So if you're not in control of that 80% of the time, it means you have that sense of helplessness, yeah. that you're just floating and things just tend to happen to you. Yeah. And we need to take ourselves from 80% of us not being in control to being people who are in financial control and can almost predict things which happen financially or at least have emergency funds in place. Mm -hmm. That is the reality we're living in right now. Life is all about, unfortunately, earning an income if you don't have several income streams. You're yeah. at work right now if you're listening to the radio or driving because you're working. Yeah. And and if, if that is your life, are you in control of it? Because it does impact on your health because mm -hmm. your body takes all the pressures. Yeah, yeah. 0861987000. Where you can also be a part of our conversations. Have you ever felt <laughs> as though your health is starting to take a knock because of your financial situation? You can share with us. And maybe if you came out on the other end, how it is that you, you started to rebuild and refocus as far as your monies are concerned. 0861987000. You can tweet at parafim987 and tweet at Miss. You talk about uh, being in control quite a bit. Uh, being in control, being in control, being in control. How will I know that I'm in control? You know that when I don't have any debt, when I'm not on uh, using my credit card. Control doesn't mean not having debt. Control okay. means having the means to service that debt adequately okay. and having a plan around it. Okay. So if you know I'll be out of debt in 36 months mm. and you've got a plan. You're in control. Okay. Control does not mean you're rich. Control okay. simply means you go to bed and sleep at night. You answer all your phone calls. You do not yeah. have, I don't answer an unknown callers. Yeah. No, yeah, you pick private. up. Pri oh, uh -uh. <laughs> you pick up the phone proudly, announce yeah. your name all the time. <laughs> and, and I think that's what control is. Control simply means you are now have a financial plan. Yeah. And that starts by then you going and hiring somebody at a financial doctor to get you out of that mess. Mm -hmm. Because often you end up with these medical symptoms and they get worse. The less you address the problem, it becomes a vicious circle. Quite you get true. more serious uh, medical conditions mm -hmm. creeping up on you, etc. Mm -hmm. And then you now don't have the money to pay the doctor as well. And yeah. then it becomes even worse. Yeah. So the, the, the moral of the today's, uh, today's discussion is really let's start taking back control of our finances because our finances could be dealing severe blows to our health. We may think they're unrelated, mm -hmm. but actually they are. Yeah, uh, I see uh, Matiriso who's tweeting saying, I'm happy because I started drafting my budget last week uh, and it's so liberating. That being the beginning of all things uh, in, uh, when you talk about control, uh, mm. Gerald, <laughs> starting with a budget. Hey, the Buid. Uh, why is Lula though? Why, why is it so difficult to, to budget? Because remember it said, uh, we discussed it before, it's about willpower. And we simply sometimes don't have enough willpower, yeah. which is why, financially speaking, you often sometimes need help. Mm. Either you join East Fellow or something, or a group which encourages positive financial behavior. Yeah. Or you go and consult a professional who then calls on you and says, Abelele, um, I haven't received your budget for this month. Mm. Um, 
what's going on mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. you you reluctantly the email comes through and we discuss it and and we move from a position of you not being in control yeah. to eventually knowing what's happening mm-hmm. the thing about now is that our bank accounts are surprises when payday comes you do you know certain crocodiles are regular yeah. but you don't know others which just visit randomly <laughs> as well yeah. and you are not in control you can't you don't know where your money goes mm-hmm. you don't have that extra 10 20 rand to do whatever you want on the spot yeah. and and generally you start losing your way mm. and often also our families are, are affected because yeah. financial problems start with the individual immediately they impact on your immediate family then you've got your extended family and the next thing people start talking about your financial situation then you start getting depressed about it and yeah. it becomes a cycle and we need to start breaking the cycle by just saying look mm. who am i how can I take control of this situation or mm. this money I have? Yeah. I only have this amount. Yeah. Let me work with that. Yeah. And and you spoke about emergency funds earlier on. And I'm thinking to myself, um, when we speak of emergency funds, how, how, how more different is that to having my savings? I mean, savings are supposed to be there. So if, if I find myself in a situation, a stick, so to speak, I should be able to access those savings. And, and you know, that's, emergency fund exactly <laughs> uh, savings are an emergency okay. fund okay. but what you tend to to do with your savings is you must categorize your savings don't mm-hmm. have a big pool for random savings no. so rather compartmentalize to say this is an emergency fund yeah. for emergencies right. this is for my holiday this is for my Christmas mm-hmm. you know this is for my wine yeah. you know you like your wine I is, love my wine no you love your wine yeah. so, so go <laughs> at the end of every month buy yourself a nice case or join a wine club that could be also Ooh, a way yes. of saving where they send you a case every month and you drink all the wine you want but she's not in debt right. it's planned right. now people who don't have financial control the wine is random it's yeah. on the way home let me just go pick up and they don't drink wine from bottles they drink it from boxes we'll see layers <laughs> Mike is calling from Bramley. How's it, Mike? I'm okay, man. I'm good, thank you. Yes, I believe the best way to save is to invest. Right. Mm. And uh, to invest, sometimes you don't need, you don't have the money to invest, so you need to borrow the money mm. in order for you to invest. Mm. And uh, while investing, you are trying to have financial control. That's why you invest because you need to generate more income in order for you to be in control. Yeah, yeah. Now, that alone brings a lot of stress. Okay, now the caller is basically alluding oh, to a strategy. Th- thanks for the call, Mike. Uh, Mike calling us from Bramley, and you can call us as well on 0861-987-000. You were saying, Joe? So Mike is basically saying that in order to get himself out of financial stress, he has to borrow in order to invest. And that indeed is a strategy. Most businesses borrow mm-hmm. to start up. Mm-hmm. And borrowing is not evil. Let's let's get that straight. Okay. Borrowing money is not evil. If it's to leverage an investment or something which will work in terms of a business, that's how most businesses start. Mm-hmm. You either have equity where people buy shares or in, or you get um, alternative investors coming in and putting money in your business. Yeah. Or you have debt where you just go to a bank and say, I need a bank loan. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with borrowing to invest. Mm. There's everything wrong in borrowing to go buy clothes. 
because that is not an investment. Yeah. That is actually now putting... Well, it depends on the clothes, Gerald. It, dep- <laughs> it depends on the clothes, but it, it, it becomes a moral discussion because maybe you're investing in the clothes to attract blessers, which is another moral discussion. But for now, in terms of where we're talking strictly, borrowing to invest or borrowing for business, there's nothing wrong. Yeah. But borrowing must be part of a plan. Right. When you decided to borrow, did you do it on your own on your bed sleeping at night mm. and you just woke up in the morning and said, hmm, let me borrow and have a business tomorrow? Or mm. did you actually sit down with a financial planner yeah. and have a strategy to say, you know what, Apelele, you've got good credit. Why don't you borrow money to do X, Y, Z, mm. get you out of this situation, put you into this situation. Then this time next year you're here. We pay off this money. It's yeah. a strategy. It's yeah. a journey. Yeah. That's when you know that you're in control because you have no fears when you walk into that bank to do that borrowing. But borrowing for consumption is an absolute no-no. 0861987000 with Sunny in Randberg. Hi. Hi, Pelela. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Mm. Okay. I just wanted to add a few cents to the conversation. I'm not Please. sure if maybe the, 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 what I'm about to say has been covered or not. I just came in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. But my approach to, to in terms of expenses is that the first thing that people should do if they want to start saving, they should get rid of anything that has to do with credit. Yeah. You know, like your Edgar's cards, your Foshini cards, mm-hmm. your, your exec cards, all those retail stores yeah. whereby they, they tell you that you have this amount of credit because that's what draws people to, to, to debt in most cases right. because that they're spending money that they don't have. Yeah. Yeah. So before you can start saying that you want to save, you need to get rid of, of, of things like that. Like mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, it's credit, and it's not your it's not your money. And most in most cases, you find that people buy things that they don't even need. Mm, they mm. just buy because of they because, just like because the item. We are obsessed with consumption. Yeah, yeah. Because they just some some of the items you just love them when you are you are in the stores. Mm. But once you buy that item, and you get home, you don't like it anymore. Quite true. Quite true. Yeah. So I think the fir- the first thing that people should should do is basically get rid of all those cards. Yeah. If they, they feel like they need credit, maybe at least get something like a, a credit card, of which I still I'm still opposed to it, mm-hmm. but at least with a credit card it gives you options. Yeah. Unlike maybe having a, an Edgar's or Foshini card mm-hmm. whereby you're only limited to purchase the, the, the clothing or goods at a particular store. So with yeah. a credit card you actually have options. But even that the repayment options it's it, it's still it's 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 crazy. Sure, sure. So, yeah, that, no, that's all I had to say. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're sunny in uh, Randburg, 0861987000. Uh, you can tweet at PowerFM987 and tweet at Miss Apilele. You know, uh, with sunny got me thinking about maybe what many people must be thinking is that is it really possible to save while you are in debt? And I think that's the main thing that I've, I've taken out of what Wisani was saying is that uh, you shouldn't start saving if you know that you are still owing elsewhere. So if you have credit, you you have lots of debt and you have these store cards that he's talking about uh, rather just get rid of those first then you can begin saving so saving while you are in debt saving while you still have credit cards and all of that saving must happen all the time okay there's absolutely no alternative to that because for the simple reason your greatest asset right now is probably your income mm. unless you have a, other investments which are generating income your only asset is your job. Yeah. And if you lose your job, you ha- lose the ability to service debt and you lose the ability to save. 
So you must be saving all the time because yeah. even jobs are not certain. Mm. And if you were to lose your job, you end up in a situation, yes, you're paid up on all your debt, but you've got absolutely nothing. Yeah. And you, you you still end up in the same in the same boat. Mm-hmm. So the question for today's listener is really out there. It's a difficult discussion. Are you feeling health issues which might be related to your financial position Mm. because sometimes it is simply that Mm. that you haven't made that connection yet that i'm feeling this way my body is responding this way because of the constant stress or Mm. chronic stress Mm. which i'm under because of my finances so then you need a two-pronged approach to deal with that because you need the medical doctor to deal with your body and you need the financial doctor to start saying, okay, let's get us out of this mess mm. and move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you often find that it's it's not as bad as we think it is? Uh, sometimes I think we overwhelm ourselves uh, and, and have all of these, you know, stress-related illnesses because we're thinking, oh my goodness, what have I done? Maybe I'm owing about 40,000 rand or whatever the case may be. And it seems impossible to get through that hurdle. But do you, do you often find that many of us overthink things, many of us us uh, think it's far worse than it actually is. Indeed, because if you don't have a solution to get out of the situation, yeah. it'll always be much bigger than it is. Mm. When you sit down with someone who can unpack it into bite-sized chunks, yeah. let's do this, someone who can encourage you, someone yeah. who can basically be your financial coach and help you to actually start seeing light at the end of the tunnel, it is definitely much easier. A lot of the time we internalize these yeah. things yeah. and they start eating at us from the inside. And mm-hmm. yes, it is possible for you to recover from your from your health issues, mm. you can lose that weight which you end up eating because you love takeout or simply because you can't afford healthy food. That mm. is an, a, actually a valid argument yeah. that sometimes you just simply don't have enough to be going and buying five veggies a day. Mm. You know, mm. sometimes your income has been stretched to that limit that you're eating literally what you can afford. Mzugisi saying, been using Momentum budgeting app for about two years now. I can account for every cent I use. Budgeting is my thing. Uh, there are a number of these uh, budgeting apps uh, that, that people can use if they are finding difficulty, uh, you know, drafting a budget on their own, right? Indeed. There's lots of bud- budgeting apps around on the market. And even if you get in touch with me after this program, I've got a free budget spreadsheet. I'll send it to you. Okay. Get started. Just do it on your own. Yeah. And, and you can get there. You can definitely get there. Don't get caught up in the chronic illness rut in terms of saying my health is linked to my money. Yeah. Uh, Tandegil is saying uh, my partner and I have started being very strict with our savings, but H, we've become very stingy. I've seen that, that, (laughs) uh, I've seen that connection actually. People who are very, very strict about saving and saving and saving are very, very stingy people, you know? Uh, Even going out uh, for a random Nando's is just, you know, a, a headache because every cent is accounted for. It's good to account for every <laughs> cent, but for the stingy people out there, in your budget, have entertainment. Must you be stingy, you know, though? Have, have a little bit to say give away yeah, to someone, yeah. you know, so that you, you've got that money. Loose because it up a little you, bit. You don't want to be known as stingy. The stingy so, person. But you can plan to give money away. So right. you put that two, three hundred aside and say, yeah. look, if someone needs money this month, I can give yeah. them, I can bless somebody. So, so, <laughs> I can bless. so we must make allocation for the fun things that we enjoy. Otherwise, it's just torturous, right? It's 
just torturous. Yeah. You spend five out of seven days at work, and yeah. you need to have li- life. So it's important, and that's part of the reason which financial liberation is important. Yeah. You you see all the pamphlets which are out there when they say people are financially liberated. They're on cruises. They're traveling. Mm. They're seeing mm. the country. You should be able to do that. You should yeah. be able to do at least one holiday a mm. year. Domestic mm. doesn't need to involve planes and passports. Yeah. But you need to start planning. And I yeah. think it's important that if you want to enjoy the planes, the passports. It begins with a plan. Yes. The Nomulelo in Kimpton Park. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. And you know what? This program is always encouraging me all the time. Thank this you. The Tuesday one, is, when it comes to finances and all the stuff, mm-hmm. I, you know what? I can say, say to say, I'm financially in control at this point. This Lovely. And, and how, how do you figure that? What, what do you define as being in control? Being able, as you said, that it's being able to pay your bills and still feel at ease. Right. And not avoid your, the calls that are coming in. Sure. All your bills that you're supposed to be paid, they are provided mm. for and mm. still have a little bit. Yeah. But now I want to move from that point of um, of just being in control of my finances, but I want to be in, in a financial freedom level. Yeah. Where I'm able to have to provide for anything, for any eventualities that might come in my life or yeah. any time. Yeah. But now the thing is. <laughs> I think that if, let's say, I want a second job or, like, um, what is it, um, an extra income, like, yeah. by finding another job, but I've been trying and looking, can I can I be able to do this thing because I'm working that normal job of nine to five, mm-hmm. and then will I be able to, if, let's say, I get something, will I be able to, and that kind of person can go and to another job because I have other responsibilities. So I think yeah. that how can I get to that level? Because, okay, so I'm going to have to have extra income, that kind yeah. of thing. That I'm working and then I'm able to save. Gotcha. Because I know that I have something like two grants in my, uh, yeah. that I don't even have to touch or maybe on the mm-hmm. other account. And mm-hmm. all that. So mm-hmm. I want to be in that level. Not Lovely. Just in Great stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for that call. Nombulelo and Kimpton Park. I think we touched on this a few weeks ago. Mm. Uh, you know, other forms of income. And I think the main thing was just taking a look at what it is that you enjoy, what you're good at, uh, you know, exploring your interests. And, and maybe out of that, you can find something that, you know, can bring you in a little bit of extra here and there. Right, Janet? Definitely, Nombulelo. Try exploring the things you love to do to earn an extra income. Or just do what you do during the day at night or at the weekend. Because at the end of the day, we need to sacrifice and stretch ourselves a little bit for a short period in life. Create that little bit which then starts creating what they call a cascade effect. Where money starts breeding money. And you don't actually need to work. So effectively, there's this thing called compound interest. And what it does is money earning interest on interest on interest. Mm. So you can't make two nombulelos. But if you save enough, you create a nombulelo who starts creating more money for you and that's another strategy so what i would say you've reached the stage where in financial control seek advice get in touch with me get in touch with a similar professional let's see how we can leverage you to the next level yeah uh you have a book out people uh if they want to uh, come to you being the money doctor (laughs) i am the money doctor (laughs) the book is not selling because people don't want to read though what do you mean now it's hurting it's hurting the sales aren't good doing that great sold 200 in a month we're trying to push more but if you are interested in the book get in touch with me on askgerald.co.za that's askgerald.co.za or you can catch me on twitter on at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O, at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O, that's at Mr. Jizo. Let's start a wealth-creating generation. Let's be in control. Let's have shiny faces, no acne, and have muscles.
<laughs> it's two o'clock now. Time for your latest news. <laughs>